Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jess. And I'm Ollie. And welcome to Judging Nerd Culture. <laughs> welcome, indeed. So today we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It, is, it's, it was a heck of a watch. Um, and I actually don't have anything that I heard about this week because I got distracted with the holidays and having a good time and getting a bunch of dope-ass presents. What about you? Did you hear anything interesting this week? Um, oh, political. <laughs> <laughs> um, just that I believe Donald Trump is telling people to get vaccinated. Well, that's... And his, his, uh, his old OG followers are not super happy about it. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, so Trump got his booster shot, and, uh, a lot of his, his fangirls, and just, just his big old fandom were very upset about it. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> go figure, yeah. Uh, they, they kind of, like, uh, were stunned that, and said that he was lying to them, and they couldn't believe he'd done such a thing. I mean. <laughs> really? I mean, I am surprised he got the vaccine. That is a thing. I did not know, I did not know that was a thing that happened. That's hilarious in a in a weird way. Well, we'll see if it changes anybody's mind in the in the next election. Hopefully, I gotta hope so. Anyway, um, <clears throat> politics. What are you gonna do? That was the only thing I learned this week that was new. I got a new book, uh, Slewfoot. It's mm. a horror uh, book by Brom. Um, I have just started it and not gotten very far. But so far, it's pretty interesting. And it has really cool art in it, done by Brom himself, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so, that's interesting. A bit of an artist, then. I think so. All right. Um, so, would you like to get started with Spider-Man? Uh, let everybody know that there's going to be some spoilers um, about, I don't know, halfway in, like after the after the descriptor or the synopsis of the movie. Um, it's really hard to talk about a movie without putting any spoilers into it. <laughs> Especially when it's, you know, a super exciting movie that people have been waiting on for a long time. Um, but we will do our best at first not to give away anything. Hmm. There's nothing too important. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think we should uh, jump right in there. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Yes. Uh, the, the synopsis of this particular uh, romp is the Spider-Man, after having his identity revealed by Mysterio, which we found out at the end of the last movie, uh, well, he has a hard time because people are bad. People uh, take Mysterio's weird uh, photoshopped uh, CGI bullshit of uh, version video of... His deep fake. <laughs> his deep, yeah, it is a deep fake of Tom Holland's <laughs> Spider-Man murdering Mysterio and uh, threatening the lives of many individuals. Mm -hmm. And uh, this puts uh, Peter and his family and his friends into a federal investigation and all sorts of uh, nasty things start happening. He, supporters come coming uh, come out of the woodworks for him and for Mysterio and he has a difficult time going back to school, trying to go off to college. All this stuff is starting to, to really come down on his personal on his personal home life, uh, really getting affected by Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. And not only affecting him, but the people around him as well. 
Exactly. Like his his friends and MJ are not getting into good colleges because of it. Um, his aunt got kicked out of her apartment because of it. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot, you know, that is like a like a lineup of dominoes. A cascade of chaos and mishaps. Uh, and uh, in order to fix this, he turns to Doctor Strange, or Stephen, as he calls him, uh, mm-hmm. who helps him. Uh, solve this by uh, trying to alter reality. Because that's a good idea. That's a totally reasonable <laughs> thing to... I My life is back. Can you help me? Yes, this adult man decides, hey, this is a good idea. I'll help this young kid out by literally altering the fabric of reality. And then when it goes wrong, it is all of his fault. And not, you know, the responsible adult's fault for letting this child do this. Yeah, I 100% blame uh, Doctor Strange for everything that happened in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like He should have just said no. He also did not give any like instructions or whatever during yeah. the spell. He was just like, oh, don't don't say no, don't change anything." And he's just like, "Oh, but what, what about this thing is yeah. blah." Like they should have talked about exactly what the spell was. Like when you go to the doctors and they explain the surgery, it should have been like that. It should have been, "Hey, uh Tom, nope, that's not his name, Peter. <laughs> uh, this is how the spell is going to work. This is what I'm going to need you to do. Um, you know, sit back, relax, whatever, we got this. Um, or, you know, what I think would have helped more would have been to uh, sit Peter down and talk to him like an adult and... Uh, Figure out the exact problem and how to fix it without using magic first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seems like the best idea, uh, but Instead he, we... he was bored. He's bored and he thinks he's uh, special and powerful. So. Yeah. So instead we got this uh, mayhem, uh, mayhem-inspired movie. Uh, and after he does the spell... Uh, Spider-Man villains throughout many different universes start appearing in uh, Tom Holland's Earth, mm-hmm. which I guess is Earth 616, probably. I don't know. I don't really know Marvel as well as DC, so I don't know <laughs> which Earth is supposed to be. Uh, but he gets attacked by all of these other Spider-Man villains who, at one point or another, realize, oh, this isn't Spider-Man that we know, blah, 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 blah. And <clears throat> he has to work with his friends, his allies, Everyone he, you know, available to him uh, and maybe kind of fight Steven a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. argue his way through uh, the with the adult to try and solve this uh, horrible problem. <laughs> uh, and overall, I beautiful movie. I loved this movie. Uh, it makes me laugh. It made me cry. It made me uh, really consider the fact that there's a lot of things that you, you really should change about Stephen Strange and a bunch of other people. Like, there's a lot of uh, character flaws everywhere. And that's that's lovely to think about. I mean, there's character flaws in everybody in real life. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, he's a doctor. He should have thought... He sh- he... Hey, some doctors are, doctors are dumb. Okay? <laughs> some doctors some are real. Some doctors are real douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> and he sure is. Uh, but yeah. I, I personally uh, thought this was probably one of the better Spider-Man movies in general, just because it knew exactly what it wanted to the, to give the audience, and it, it gave them exactly what the audience wanted. Like it, it was, it was fan service in a way. Uh, a lot of what happened, 
but it was I think it was done well, which is a thing that's hard to do with with you know fan service and mm-hmm. giving the audience what you know they want. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that they did it right is impressive in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I don't even know what to rate it, but uh, that's I, all. I, I mean, I would rate it a ten. Yeah, I, 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 a ten probably is. Yeah, yeah, ten. <laughs> uh, but that's all we got for the. Spoiler-free section. Ready for the spoiler section? I'm ready. So, spoilers. There's three Spider-Men, which is the big spoiler that people weren't supposed to tell anyone. There's just <laughs> three of them, and they're all there. It's beautiful. <laughs> all right. I feel like there's more spoilers than that. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's more than that, but that's the big one. That's the one everyone cared about. You yeah. Know? Um, so, yeah, all of these, all of these villains from... Well, you, you you'd say all these different universes, but really it's just two other universes. Yeah, it's just the others. <laughs> um, start start um, attacking Peter Parker, Tom Holland, um, in his own universe. At first, they think you know it's it's their Spider Man, and the first villain we see is Doctor Octavius. Ah, Doctor Otto Octavius. Yeah. What a name! So good. <laughs> he's such a good character. Uh. In the Tobey Maguire movies, he was spectacular. Mm. But in this one, you know, uh, he had better technology to help him move around instead of having, you know, different people wiggle his tentacles, robot tentacles for him. And this one, he could, like, move around and, like, actually physically be more physical in his acting, which was really nice. And he uh, really just came off as kind of a good guy. Yeah, he wasn't that bad. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, eventually they do help him not be a bad guy, mm-hmm. which is lovely because uh, there there are multiple scenes where Spider-Man, Spider-Men help the bad guys kind of overcome their whatever. And uh, I don't really care too much about all of them, but specifically uh, Dr. Otto, Octavius, and the Green Goblin their scenes of like getting help, they're so good. They're very good. I also enjoyed Sandman. Yeah, I mean, just the idea that he's. So those are those are just all three of Tobey Maguire's uh, villains. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I just think generally he has better villains, but it, to be fair, they did not bring any of the villains from you know Spider Man Three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um... I think uh, Tobey Maguire's villains were more human, you know? Like, they had more human emotions, and, like, you know, none of them were... it. W- their evilness was necessarily their fault. Like, obviously, they could have tried to go in a different direction, but when it came to, like, Green Goblin, it was literally, like, you know, Jekyll and Hyde sort of situation. He couldn't control when he was evil. Um... So, like, his his villains were more, I don't know, like, good guys who had it bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, more sympathetic. Maybe not good guys, but, like, better people than what you imagine a villain to be. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, they... Sandman just wanted to get back with his daughter and, like, be whole again and not yeah. particles. He just fell in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. And, boop, now I'm a sand boy. 
I can never see my child again. Mm-hmm. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel like uh, just his... I think that's one of the reasons that people tend to like the Tobey Maguire movies more than the Andrew Garfield ones. Because I think they both did a fine job as Spider-Man slash Peter Parker in, you know, their own respective ways. Uh, but I think the original Spider-Man movies just had better villains. Uh, Green Goblin was one. He's the best. Without a doubt. I mean, Willem Dafoe, he doesn't just chew on the scenes. He eats them whole. Like, he goes all in. And it's amazing. (laughs) Uh... The, the actor who played uh, Dr. Octavius, he also really enjoyed being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he, it looked like he was having so much fun just being a real right ass. It's so good. Uh, and I don't, I just don't think that the villains in the Andrew Garfield movie mm-hmm. were quite as likable. Yeah. Uh, nothing against Jamie Foxx or anything. Like, he's a decent actor and seems like a decent guy. But, like, his character, his, his, uh, oh shoot, I forget his name. Electro? Elect- is it Electro? I think so. I know his name is Max, but I wasn't sure or, if it was Or Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> Everybody in high school knows who that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but Jamie Foxx's character, he, you know, Electro boy, um, his storyline was strange to me, and when I watched the movie, the Andrew Andrew Garfield movie, um, it just didn't work very well, you know, because it's Jamie Foxx, and they <laughs> they tried to make Jamie Foxx look like a nerd. They tried yeah. they tried so hard giving him like buck te- buck teeth and glasses and like slicked weird greasy thin hair, and it's like, come on, it's still Jamie Foxx. Like it's <laughs> this this is weird not believable at all. It's like Anne Hathaway in Princess... It's not Princess Bride. No, that's <laughs> Princess, not Princess Bride. That would be wild. And Princess Diaries trying to look dorky and she's still beautiful. Like, mm. it just... It didn't seem realistic. And then when he did get his powers and he was suddenly gorgeous again. <laughs> gorgeous Jamie Foxx again. Um, yeah, because electricity he, makes you hot. I guess so. <laughs> and he was like... Like, oh, I'm hot now, and I got powers. I'm full of myself. I'm a cool guy. I want all this power. And it was, like, to a point where it was, like, okay, well, this isn't intimidating. It's kind of annoying. You're not that cool, Electro Boy. Yeah. Like, calm down. (laughs) To be honest, uh, Jimmy Fox's character, Electro, I looked up, it is Electro, not Shocker. That's a different different Spider-Man character. (laughs) Uh the, the issue that I have with him in the Garfield movies and in this one, honestly, is that he's sort of like a, like, starts off as like a weird incel <laughs> and then has sex one time and just it becomes a huge asshole. Yeah. Like, it's insufferable. Mm-hmm. Like, still the same attitude. Like, I should have everything, but uh, fuck off. Like, whatever. I, he's truly unlikable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, they make him, they make it seem like, ah, People are mean to him. And it's like, well, that, okay. Yeah, he's a douchebag. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's acting like a jerk. Um, but he, yeah, he just, in in No Way Home, they try to make, it seems, the villains likable, right? Because Tom Holland and the other Spider-Men are trying to save them. They're trying to change their fate so that when they go back to their universe, they don't die, right? Make them into better people so they make better choices. 
Except. Except <laughs> Jamie Foxx. And it's like, okay, we get it. Max is a bad guy. He's a villain. He's the he's the one that's going to be the hardest to save, you know, because he's real deep and he wants the power. And it's like, okay, well, just you should have made him a side, a, like the, the side villain. You should have made Willem Dafoe the big bad. And like in the end, he kind of is, but... He's also the one who like wants the most help and who mm. wants to help uh, the Spider Men. Yeah, I think I, I think Electro, the way he's set up uh, for a good chunk of the movie, makes him seem like he's going to be the one leading the Sinister Six, mm-hmm. but he's not. He's just there, and all of the other characters they have some progress that they want to make. Mm-hmm. Like they all generally want something. He just wants more power. Like that's yeah. a crap motivation. Yeah, he's just horny for like. Tony Stark's superconductor thing that he made. Um, and it's just a, a really basic plot line for him. And it doesn't really give him any character other than, I'm a villain because people were mean <laughs> to me. Look how cool I am now. I want to be more cool. <laughs> yeah. You know what would have been more interesting is if they got the other Green Goblin from the Andrew Garfield movie mm-hmm. and those Green Goblins, you know, interacted. That would have been more interesting. <laughs> that would have been more interesting. <laughs> like, like, that's the only, the only bad thing about this movie was, unfortunately... The plot line of Jamie Foxx's Electro. Yeah, and again, Jamie Foxx has done a great job in other roles. Yeah. I just don't think it's the I mean, it's not his fault that they gave him this plot line, you know? Yeah. They would have given him a different direction, you know, in life, I guess. <laughs> in life. <laughs> and then Electro would have been uh, more interesting, you know? Yeah. Uh, but oh well, that, that, a blemish and otherwise mwah, movie, I think is not... Yeah. Uh, it's important to bring it up, but it's not going to ruin it or anything. Yeah. It's not going to bring down any time anyone's enjoyment of this movie, mm-hmm. believe me. Uh, and you know why? Why? Because when the Spider-Men are together, <laughs> there is magic. There is magic. There is magic on screen. <laughs> like, I know people were really worried that, like, it wasn't going to happen. Because mm. Tobey Maguire just doesn't have social media. <laughs> so he was just... Not no. a part of it. Um, and Andrew Garfield hated being asked. Yeah, he he was a very aggressively, <laughs> very <laughs> aggressively uh, against it. Um, and Tom Holland uh, impressively didn't, didn't say, say shit. anything. <laughs> no, not not a peep. Um, and so people were worried that you know it, it wasn't going to happen, or like if it did happen, it wouldn't be what everybody who's been waiting for this had hoped. Like, I was worried that it was going to be, like, a little cameo or a mention of Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield or something, you know. Like an after credit scene? Yeah. Um, but, you know, in the movie there's a scene where Ned ends up, um, Peter Parker, Tom Holland's friend Ned, ends up with the ring, um, with Stephen Strange's ring. The sling ring, I think it's called? Yeah. And he opens his portal because he wants to see Peter Parker. He wants to see his friend. He wants to help him because, you know, something big just happened. Like, the apartment building blew up, I believe. And his Aunt May had, unfortunately, uh, passed. So he he thinks of Peter. He opens his portal. And immediately you can... (sighs) If you don't know, it's going to be, you know, the big reveal. You're like, oh, he just... Awesome, Ned opened a portal. But if you look at it, 
He looks different. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andrew Garfield is so much lankier than all of the other, the, the, the yeah. other two. The second he started to move, I was like, Bats, I know who that yeah. is. Yeah, like when he was just standing there, I was like, well, maybe maybe it is Tom Holland and you know, he's he's been hurt. So he's kind of like uh, hunched a little. But no, it was just that weird way that Andrew Garfield stands sometimes when he's Spider-Man. <laughs> and he, you know, he runs at the portal because... Why not? And <laughs> he takes that mask off, and oh my god, it was so exciting. <laughs> it was very good. His his first encounter with with uh with them was great. Yeah, I think uh, Andrew Garfield is does a very good job of in this movie in particular. I think he did a better job of this movie than in his own movies. Yeah, honestly, I think so. But he's had time, you know. <laughs> he's, yes. he's had time to be an actor more you know i think when he was in the spider-man movies spider-man movies he <laughs> he you know was still fresh fresh to acting and he's had time to grow and he did a great job as yeah. spider-man yes yes he did uh i really liked when he first showed up and talked with ned and uh MJ because they were so skeptical of him. Mm -hmm. uh, they were, you know, testing him, and it was very good. Yeah, so throwing biscuits at him, <laughs> they... uh, bread at him, made him jump up to the ceiling. Yeah. And, like he stuck to. He's just like, I don't know, that's not convincing enough. Like, fuck <laughs> yeah, off, crawl, MJ. crawl across the ceiling. <laughs> like, show us how it's done. And he he looks so dumb with it. Like, this isn't enough. <laughs> yeah. What do you want from me? Yeah, uh, uh, it's so good. And then like. Five minutes later, Ned opens another portal to get to Peter, and it's the boy. It's the best the boy. boy. <laughs> it's Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Not even in his suit. Just in, as Andrew Garfield says, a cool youth pastor outfit. <laughs> and it is the best moment. Like, the Andrew Garfield moment is exciting, and it's wonderful, um, but it doesn't... It doesn't hit anywhere near the target, as as close to the target as Tobey Maguire does. Well, yeah, because, like, don't get me wrong. Andrew Garfield, I, I actually do like his original Spider-Man movies. Mm -hmm. they, I, I enjoy them, despite what other people say. Uh, but, like, my first Spider-Man, that's Tobey Maguire. Yeah. yeah, I think, a, you know, a lot of us are, are Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire. When we think of Spider-Man, we think of Tobey Maguire. Like, yeah, there's Tom Holland now. Uh, but the best, <laughs> the best of the best, you know? Yeah. Even, even like when I mentioned uh, Spider-Man whatever, like I'm never going to say Spider-Man 1, 2, or 3 referring to the Tom Holland movies. No. That's specifically Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Spider-Man like... is just Tobey Maguire. Amazing Spider-Man. That's uh, Andrew Garfield. But then when it's Tom Holland, it's like, oh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man this, you know? Yeah. It's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, 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 it hit right when mm -hmm. uh, when they when they finally showed up. Yeah. Uh, but even more than that, like, they had a wonderful chemistry together, the three of them, mm -hmm. as Spider-Men. Uh, very much a uh, eldest brother slash dad figure to younger brothers. Mm -hmm. uh, and Sad was... middle brother. <laughs> This, this is what and I'm... <laughs> little baby brother who needs all the attention and help. <laughs> yeah. This is what this is the thing that got me like, uh, back to Andrew Garfield. I think uh, the one of the reasons that I like this movie so much is because like he did a really good job 
uh, bringing like 80% of the emotions after he showed up. Yeah, he just, because he's the emotional middle brother. <laughs> he had so You know? Much. Like, Tobey Maguire had those sad, wise eyes, you know? Like, he, he was soft-spoken. He was chilled out. He was just trying to help and be there and find his way home. Tom Holland, you know, he's erratic because a lot of things are happening in his universe right now. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have time to be just sad. He's yeah. sad and terrified <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, but Andrew Garfield was just yeah, happy to be with... Two other Spider-Men. Yeah, there was a thing that he mentioned in the the character said in the uh, when they finally met up with current Peter, mm-hmm. uh, and he was just saying that like in his timeline, where in his storyline, uh, some time ago, months, maybe a couple of years, whatever, uh, is when Gwen died for him, and since then he's been getting real aggressive with his villains and just going down a dark path. And I don't know, that's, that is already just enough that I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> let's see what's going on with uh, with our little Spider-Man. And uh, the moment that uh, obviously we have to talk about a little bit, when uh, MJ gets tossed off of a, of the, a structure. The, the, the Statue of Liberty. Thank you. Off the Statue of Liberty and uh, Tom Holland tries to save her for like a second, but he gets taken away immediately. And then, yeah, he almost reaches her, and then Green Goblin zooms by and snatches him. But it's fine because uh, here, here comes yeah. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, and he saves her, and he's just standing there on the ground, like holding her, like you know, having just saved her life. And he stares at her and is like about to weep. Like, yeah, he has so... that little he has that little chin wobble, and he asks her if she's okay. And she's like, "Yeah, are you okay?" <laughs> because. You know, it's it's heartbreaking for him. It was so good, though. And heartbreaking for the viewers. Because, like, if you've seen, I guess I'll... What, did did it, Andrew Garfield have three movies or just two? I think you only had two. Okay. So if you've seen all five of the originals or whatever, at least the, the Andrew Garfield ones, you know, you know what happened. And he's sad about it. And it just... It just breaks your heart when you watch it. Because, like, all through the movie, he, he brings her up. And each time, he is sad about it. And when MJ is falling, you see Andrew Garfield's face when he realizes what's happening. When he realizes Tom, Ho- Tom Holland is not going to be able to reach her. He, the, the camera switches to his face. And in that split second, you can see, like, the terror in his face. Because he does not want that to happen again. And he doesn't even try to web MJ. <laughs> yeah, not again. <laughs> he he knows, you know, he 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 knows his mistakes, um, <laughs> and so he he just dives and catches her, and it's so sweet. It's very good. I think some of my favorite, yeah, my favorite scenes are just with, honestly, just with Andrew Garfield or with uh, just all the, the Spider Men together. That's fair. Are or there... whenever the Spider Men are in the room, anyway. Yeah. Are there any uh, non-Spider-Man related uh, favorite scenes? Because I have two. Um, hmm. Non-Spider-Man related scenes. I do kind of enjoy this scene where... Uh... Norman... (laughs) I took me a second. (laughs) Where Norman Osborn, Green Goblin... Uh, first shows up in the universe and he 
you know, is very confused. He doesn't understand what's happening. He whips off his goblin mask, you know, the, the, the original green goblin mask. And he smashes it because it's, you know, telling him to do bad things again. Like, telling him how awful he is and how worthless he is and how, you know, he'd be better off dead or with, you know, the goblin taking over forever or whatever. And he just smashes it and runs away. And it's like... You can see how great of an actor Willem Dafoe is in that scene, and in every scene, honestly. But yes. in that scene, you also see how much the goblin, the Green Goblin, affects him, um, and how much he really wants this thing out of him. Like he does not want to be affected by this. He just there's no cure for him. You know, he doesn't have a cure. And in the Tobey Maguire movies, there are scenes where he is trying to fight against the Green Goblin, but this scene really just kind of drives it home that he is struggling, basically, with his mental health. <laughs> yeah, well, I think in the in the Tobey Maguire movies, it seemed like it was a like a temptation that he mm -hmm. had that he was trying not to give into, but he kind of maybe wanted to mm -hmm. a little bit. And this one does not even even seem like he wants to be a part of that it seems like something that is pulling him away from who he wants to be and it's just a lot more uh sad impactful and everything else uh that was going to be one of the ones that i mentioned is uh, just when he's at the uh, the homeless place talking to uh, uh peter's aunt and you know eventually peter comes in and he explains like his his stuff and it's just very sad. Like, Willem Dafoe is very good. Mm -hmm. Or uh, later on, uh, when he does the switch back, uh, Tom Holland's there, you know, doing his spider sense thing, trying to figure out who's who, which one of these villains is going to go evil and try to attack me. And uh, eventually, he, he, you know, catches the, the goblin about to do evil things. And Willem Dafoe's face just goes from... Uh, concerned or confused whatever to just evil grimace and it's just like oh oh willem <laughs> way to go <laughs> uh but but the one i was going to mention other than willem defoe being willem fucking defoe is uh it's very loud people who desire to make their cars as loud as possible <laughs> i don't even have to finish <laughs> uh but the other scene i, I really liked uh, was the one where uh, Ned first puts on the, the ring and starts doing the stuff with MJ. Mm -hmm. Just because, I don't know, what I like seeing them together. Just, you know, Peter's pals trying to, like, figure shit out. Uh, also, Ned's grandma. <laughs> Looking great. <laughs> he, has a, she has a, he has a great grandma. And he's very magically inclined. Like, he just puts that shit on and goes to town. And something about him just being capable made me very excited like i i, I just well yeah because <laughs> ned is such a wholesome character he's so fun and he loves peter so much and he he you know he brings up <laughs> when he first meets uh dr strange he's like you know my grandma says magic runs in our family and sometimes i get tinglings in my hands and, <laughs> and, 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 and uh dr strange is just kind of like oh you should talk to your physician about that like he he just kind of brushes it off because you know you don't expect it but obviously that was a little clue as to what would happen later when he 
was just effortlessly using the sling ring. Like, he didn't even need to practice as long as, uh, Stephen or have his life be in immediate danger. He just Did. was like, you know what? I want to see my friend. I'm going to make this little portal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that, that was very exciting just to yeah. see him getting something. Uh, uh, also, he has a scene later on with the with the Spider-Man where he's just trying to get some information from the other, from the older Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. hey, where, what'd your best friend do? Yeah. And they both were just like, well, mine turned evil and tried to kill me. And, yeah. uh, mine died in my arms after he tried to stab me. <laughs> and the other one didn't say anything. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> just commiserating. And uh, a few minutes later, he tells Peter, like, I promise I won't turn evil and try to kill you. Yeah. Which... Doesn't... Makes everyone think he's going to turn evil and try to kill Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Ned, <laughs> Which is unfortunate. I'm pretty sure his character's name, Ned, uh, that guy in the comics, is Hobgoblin eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Which not... might be part of the next movie, Maybe. but the after scenes credit. Yes. But we'll get there. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> um, anything else you want to mention about the core? Uh, not really. Just that it was a fantastic movie and... Every scene with all three Spider-Men in it was great. Indeed. After all is said and done, we've, you know, convinced you to go watch the movie, even with all these spoilers that you have gotten. Um, (laughs) The very end. So here, I mean, if you don't mind spoilers, but you don't want the end spoiled, here, maybe, and don't listen to this part. But in the very end, the only way, the only way to save the fabric of their universe, to save it from cracking and breaking and having all of these different universes colliding and, uh, you know, jumping into their own, uh, is for everyone to forget, not that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but to forget Peter Parker in general. Mm. Forget he even ever existed. And this scene... I mean, there's there's a lot of scenes that I cried in. I know we kind of skipped past Aunt May dying, but it's a death scene. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's what you expect. It's very sad. Somebody he loved died. Um, I mean, he's Spider-Man. It happens. Yeah. Um, which, when MJ and Ned console him, is just also one of the best scenes ever. Yeah, they um, <laughs> wrap him up. And what t- true friends, I swear. Beautiful. Um, but <clears throat> this scene, I did also tear up in because you know he's telling mj and ned that they will forget him but that he will find them and he will make them remember um it's a very emotional scene and it's very sad um but in the end when he does find them he decides not to tell them because they look so happy and you know mj has a band-aid on her forehead and he realizes you know I'm still Spider-Man, so if they remember me, Peter Parker, and if they remember Spider-Man and all of this has happened, they could be in danger again. And he cares about them so much that he doesn't... He is willing to let them forget him forever if it means keeping them safe. It was very, very sweet, very sad. Uh, I... uh... I thought that that was going to go a little differently. Mm-hmm. I thought that he was going to, you know, decide not to tell them or whatever, but that MJ or Ned or who, one of the two was going to kind of like 
hint or le- or maybe fully remember just like seeing him mm-hmm. and realize, oh, that's this person I care about deeply. And it didn't happen. And I guess it's good. It didn't happen. Yeah. Like it's whatever. Why would he even give like a like an inkling? Like not even like a oh hey this guy looks familiar sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess that's good, you know, it, it made it more sentimental, more sad. But it's just like, oh, man, that this, this has to change. Mm-hmm. It's going to change. Eventually. Maybe. I mean, he reminded all of them. The whole world. <laughs> reminded the whole world. Goddamn. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is very sad. A very sad scene. Um, so would you like to say what the end credit scene is? Yeah. So there's a, a brief end credit scene in which... <laughs> Eddie Brock, Venom, is uh, in the universe now due to, you know, the shenanigans that were occurring earlier. (laughs) And uh, before he gets whooped back to uh, his universe, he uh, drops a little bit of uh, goo, a little bit of Venom. Uh, Which, wasn't Doctor Strange and Spidey looking for people outside of their own universe? They were, but you know, there were. But the... he's he's kind of he'd be he'd be hard to track if he didn't, you know, yeah. use his venom powers because he's just a regular human from the outside. Yeah. Also, like he like it wasn't doing anything. He was just hanging out in a diner or whatever. Yeah. Wasn't gonna attract attention. And even though Venom's, you know, Eddie Brock is just kind of like a dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. The, I think the weirder part is that the piece of Venom that was left in their universe was left in their universe. That's the... Venom is a person. Yeah. So, it should have been... It should have been... Disappeared. Zipped up with all the rest. Like... Yeah. Uh, that is a little confusing. That is a little... Odd. It's a little bit of a plot hole, I think. Yeah. But, you know, it's to... There's there's no venom in this Spider-Man universe, so how else are we gonna have that happen? Well, yeah. there's all, already a venom movie. Yeah, they also want to link, you know, those <clears throat> universes because Venom is 100% Sony. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Spider-Man is currently Sony Disney uh, fusion, and I think they Sony's kind of wants to get a little more <laughs> into that pot. Uh, I mean, it's whatever. In the end comics mm-hmm. you know <laughs> they they do dumb shit all the time break their own rules all the time just to get characters to meet up and beat each other up for no reason uh either way i'm excited to see venom yeah i'm i'm curious as to who in tom holland's universe in his peter parker universe who will be infected uh first him of course I love seeing black suit Spider-Man every time. Always so <laughs> I want to see edgy Tom Holland. <laughs> it's going to be so weird. It's going to be just as weird as edgy Tobey Maguire. They better have some Tobey Maguire. Uh... And a throwback where Tom Holland just dances down the sidewalk. Yes. Goes to a club. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, Flash Thompson, he becomes Venom at least once or twice. So they have him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. It's a possibility. He's so dorky, though, in these ones. <laughs> Flash Flash is so weird in in the Tom Holland movies. Like, he's a jock, but he's also a smart. He's also also a douchebag. He's just so dorky and, like, I don't silly. Think, I don't think he's a jock. I think he just has jock energy. That's very possible. <laughs> I think he's... And it's never really said that he's a jock. I've just always assumed because of the way he acted. So, yeah. I mean... <laughs> he has big jock energy. 
know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, but, but yeah, I don't know. It, it would be interesting to see that version of Eddie Brock as Venom. Yeah. Uh, or that version of uh, Flash Thompson as Venom. Uh, they don't have an Eddie Brock yet, but now that you know the world has forgotten who Peter is and he needs a job, uh, I'm assuming he'll end up being a maybe a research assistant and a photographer, just like in the uh, other shows, movies, games, mm-hmm. and comics. But he has two jobs: research and photos. Yep. <laughs> the only two things he's ever done <laughs> other than pizza delivery. Yeah, I mean, Superman's only ever been like what a journalist or. Yeah. Working for the newspaper. Pretty much. Batman's only ever been a rich man. <laughs> He's never had an actual job. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> You're right. His only job was to be Batman because he was like, I got a lot of money and I'm bored and rich. Fair enough. Take revenge on my parents. Uh, or for my parents, not on my parents. But if he, if he does go into uh, the photography thing again, mm-hmm. uh, there's a good chance he'll meet Eddie Brock there. A lot of times Eddie Brock is a rival photographer. Mm-hmm. So, there's there's possibilities. There's options. I remember Tobey Maguire and uh, a seventy show boy <laughs> <laughs> being enemies. That was very strange. Also, I when I was young, I would always get them mixed up. <laughs> Tobey Maguire <laughs> and yeah. the seventy show guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know the seventy show guy's name. Is Eric on the seventy show? That's all I know. I don't know his name in real life. Nope. I just know that I used to get him and Tobey Maguire mixed up. When it came to Spider-Man. So, this is for a different podcast. We're not going to talk about this now. But is there a more confusing casting choice for Eddie Brock than that guy? (laughs) (laughs) It was interesting. It was interesting. Anyway. Anyways, 10 out of 10. Recommend. Go see the fucking movie. Yes, it's very good. Even if you don't really like... Spider-Man, you should go watch this one because it's really good. You do not have to watch the first two before you watch this one. I know some people say you should, but that's only because, you know, the other movies are just good. Um, I mean, they're mildly relevant, but it it, it catches you up everything you need to know in the very beginning. Uh, I guess for context, you might want to watch the older movies uh, just to understand why Garfield is so sad. Yeah. Watch uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and (laughs) Spider-Man... One, I guess. What? Yeah. Honestly, just watch all the Spider Men. Yeah, just watch all. Of just them. watch it all. Who cares? <laughs> make a week out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Thank you for watching. This has been a delight. We'll talk to you again next week. Probably talking about the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs>